Oh, hang on, hang on. We're having, we're still having issues here. We're. Uh, I'm, I'm connected twice. I know. Can't you yeah. add? Connect. Uh, we're gonna have to cut this anyway because I'm just <laughs> sitting here. <laughs> Well, the train just went by. That counts for anything. Well, hey, that's uh, that's we would have had a four uh, a four four uh, four way for the train, but uh, that got shot in the ass. <laughs> that's what she said. I hate today. Oh, wait, oh. Wait. Is is that? Are we joined by Cody? Hey, <laughs> what's up? Hey, okay. So after this rather. Um, horrible introduction to episode 31 of the place to be reviews as monica and i literally just sat there and rambled um uh, okay you so that? you're leaving that in there okay i'm going to i'm gonna leave that in there that is uh oh, that God. is what we like to call organic um <laughs> oh boy everybody everybody wants to talk about organic uh so we just had a horrible introduction but that's all right we are uh we're still uh, we're still working through the kinks here, getting the bugs out, and I'm old and grouchy. So uh, we have a big show planned tonight. Um, let me first uh, send it over to Monica to plug the social media. Monica, why don't you uh, tell the folks where they can find us? Oh dang, put me on the spot. Okay, uh, it's okay. I get to I get to return the favor later. Um, I know. <laughs> Twitter is at the place to be re one. Facebook is the place to be reviews. Uh, email the place to be reviews at mail.com. YouTube. Uh, what is it? Oh, your name backwards. ETEP? Yep. Whatever. ETEP Wakuians, the place I'm, to be reviews. <laughs> like, I'm one of the few that can say your name normal, like forward. Can I just say your real name? No? Okay. <sighs> That you, backwards you, is ten times harder for me than it is forwards. Point <laughs> me, little one. <laughs> All right. So, and also, you'll be able to catch us June fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth at the first annual Houghton Lake Con. Monica and I will be there. The place to be reviews will be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, Saturday and Sunday, we are hosting that costume cosplay contest uh the kids is on the afternoon uh in the afternoon on saturday and sunday is the adults and uh like group cosplay so looking forward to that um and monica's making you're making me a shirt for friday i understand that's what's uh yes like what i mean i'm just piggybacking this whole entire thing taking care of you I know, I know. That's why. That's why you're. That's why you're my. Uh, that's why you're my backbone, little one. And literally, you are almost just as big as my spine. So thank you, thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> All right. So tonight on the show, uh, in addition to this, uh, this fool, this foolishness uh, and shenanigans, we have uh, MCU news, including uh, some more Roger Wardell tweets. Uh, Thor is an Asgardian, and a little bit more. Um, and also, right now, I'd like to formally introduce Cody of Goober Brothers Entertainment. Uh, thank what you is for going on, guys? Glad to be here. Tell us, uh, tell us where uh, where we can find you. No. <laughs> Hello, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. What, uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's the name of your podcast and uh, your YouTube channel? 
Yeah, so you can find me at Goober Brothers Entertainment on Anchor, and you can also find me on YouTube, even though I have not posted one single video on YouTube yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting there, though. I'm getting there. I've released an intro for uh, Goober Brothers Entertainment on Anchor and also my first episode. So, you know, think of it as you will. Um, Judge it if you like. So go ahead and listen to it. If you like it, cool. If not, go listen to another podcast. (laughs) Well, I I (laughs) Uh, I gave you some. Uh, I gave you some feedback on that, and uh, yeah, I thought yeah, it. Was, I thought it was good, man. Um, I did. Uh, I really liked where uh, where you're coming from, uh, as far as your Star Wars fandom, because uh, I can kind of relate to that. Like I said, uh, I'm just like a generation before, but you know what I mean. It's um, I can I can I can relate to that because you were talking about um, uh, seeing which one was it? Uh, Fan- Phantom Menace. Yeah, man, Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Ninety nine, baby. Yeah, so, and I was, I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater, so, you know, um, a few years before that, but, uh, don't age so, yourself much now. Oh, hell, I'm 39. I, you know what? <laughs> he does every show. I, I have to, man. It's, but you know what's funny, man? Like I said, I started uh, as a, I was in the wrestling business for nine years, and I didn't start in the ring full time until I was 37. And then I was still in better shape than most of the 20 year olds in the locker room so not to you know but hey i, I had to work twice as hard though because i was old as fuck um we also <laughs> tonight have a study on journalists we have some phoebe waller bridge uh news on 007 uh and for those of you who aren't familiar with phoebe waller bridge that is the sjw droid from soylo a soy wars story um also we're going to talk uh we have some more Star Wars news. We're going to talk some uh, solo news, which is uh, kind of funny that that popped back up now. Um, and also the debut of Monica's Lightning Round. And so much more tonight on the program. So with Yay. that being said, let's uh, let's let's jump into this leak here, uh, this Roger Wardell story. Okay, um, I I can't. Uh, and this, let's see here. Okay, so a new, it says, this is by Jacob Stallworthy from, this is from the Independent uh, UK. And it goes a little something like this. A new leak seems to reveal every Marvel, every film Marvel will release over the next decade. The news comes from the mysterious Roger Wardell, that's in quotes, who has been hailed by Marvel fans as the most trusted source since he accurately revealed key Avengers Endgame plot points back in December, as well as listing the films Marvel will apparently release as part of the fourth phase. Wardell also makes some big claims about the series as a whole. So this uh, this guy has apparently been right before on his rather, I guess, bold predictions uh, when it comes to Marvel. So I'm kind of uh, I was kind of intrigued when I was when I was reading this just because it's like, um, okay, so where where's this guy? You know, does he work for, you know, does he work for Disney's work for Marvel? Uh, you know, what, what do we got, uh, what kind of, what do we got going on here and how, how can this guy continually leak this information and not have somebody figure out where the leak is coming from? You know, (laughs) I mean, I know there's a lot of employees, uh, over there, but at the same time, it's just like, it doesn't seem feasible in this day and age that you can get away with doing that 
and then they're not going to find some kind of trail, you know, to trace this back to this guy. Is this the same guy that uh, a couple shows ago we read an article that had, he's got like Guardians of the Galaxy leaks and something with Endgame? Is that the same guy? Okay. Yes. Yes. Have you ever, have you ever seen any of these, Cody? Seen what? Any of the, uh, any of the Roger Wardell tweets. I have not. Um, I'm not really on Twitter anymore. I actually deleted my Twitter a couple months ago. But oh, not seeing any of his tweets, honestly. Okay. Give, give um, Pete like three days, he'll get you back on Twitter. <laughs> no, you don't want to. It's it's such a shit show. It, it, it is, but I, you made me. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly the only time I ever go on there is uh, still I just I post the show, and that's about it because it just gets so. Ugh, like because I see something and I want to like I want to get you know I want and then it's like no. No, don't, don't, do not engage. Do not engage <laughs> in a Twitter comment section. Do not do it. Um, because it's just, there's nothing to be gleaned from that that's positive. Uh, because they're just, those are such a hot mess. And yeah. this, this independent uh, .co website is just giving me fits right now. This thing does not want to load, which that's a good sign. <laughs> I'm actually looking up at his tweets right now, and I just saw one that he talked about Thor getting fat and back in December. That's kind of crazy, dude. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know who he would work for. I would assume he'd be a friend of somebody that works for Marvel, and they try to like stay as far away as they can with each other, but they probably still like communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I could think of, really. It's, it's the only way to get away with it. I mean, yeah, aside I from that. I mean, as Aside far as that, you know, he's probably in charge of the damn government. So, <laughs> you see, see Mickey over there. Oh, oh, we need that oil. Oh, come on, bitches. This is going to be the best Marvel movie that has ever came out. Listen, I trust you, okay? Bob Iger has it all under control, okay? Oh, that was that was good. I uh, I Thank might you. actually have. I might actually have to have you and Loudy on at the same time because Loudy does a good uh, impression of the Don too. So magnificent! That, Thank you. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to hear his impression. What is his name? Louder. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go back to uh, back to the articles. I finally got this back. It says as well as listing. The films Marvel will apparently release as part of its fourth phase. Wardell also makes some big claims about the series as a whole. He says that going forward, the series will present many arcs as opposed to a decade-spanning saga, that there will be a clear divided between – this is worded messed up. It said that there will be a clear divided – it should be a clear divide between the characters based on Earth and those based on other planets. This, see, this is this garbage-tier journalism. They have no fact-checking, no editors apparently. But this next point right here, I really like because it kind of plays into an article that uh, we just read. I think it was an episode ago, Monica. It was about David Morrissey from The Walking Dead that played the governor being uh, rumored as a Marvel Phase 4 villain, uh, Norman Osborn. And this is what it says. If Wardell is to be trusted, the recurring villain for the former will be Norman Osborn, who is expected to be introduced in Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh. I, I would really, like I said, and I love David Morrissey on The Walking Dead as the governor. So seeing him as Norman Osborn would be pretty cool. 
Yeah. I could probably see it. Okay, did either of you did either of you see him on The Walking Dead? I'm just I just want your opinion of uh like kind of like what you thought of him as a villain because he was he was almost more sadistic than Negan. Um, you know that I haven't watched it. I've just seen pictures. I so. watched it up until season five and okay. I so you've seen the governor, then the Woodbury storyline. Yeah, I I liked him, but I don't know if I could see him as Norman Osborne. I don't know. I just I, every time I think of Norman I either think of the Sam Raimi movies or I think of the 90s cartoon. Yes. I was going to say, that's what's hard is because there's been so many of, you know, Norman Osborn. Like, there's, it's hard to picture one person. Kind of like the Batman story we were talking about the other day. Yeah. And I liked him in the Spider-Man PS4 game. I thought that was a really cool looking Norman Osborn. Fit the character really well. Okay, see, that's, and that's where you... <laughs> Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, if you guys have played that game yet, I don't know if you all have played it yet. No, I was going to say, that's where you lost me, because I uh, I still have a PlayStation 2 and uh, two working Nintendo 64s. I had three, but I sent Hicks one, so. Oh. <laughs> well, if you want, go to YouTube, and you can watch, like, the cutscenes of Norman Osborn. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I will that's check good, that out. Yeah. Okay, so he says he goes on to say the films, according to Wardell, Marvel is developing Black Widow. We know that the Eternals. We know that one. Black mm-hmm. Panther 2. Okay. Shang-Chi. Uh, that's a character I'm really not familiar with. Um, you have Doctor Strange 2. Okay. Nova. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy 3. We knew about that one. And he has their plans to make new Thor, Ant-Man and Captain Marvel sequels and suggest their Ugh. Even be new Avengers, young Avengers, and dark Avengers films. So that's that's a lot to unpack. I mean, a few of those we, we knew based on you know they're they're obviously Black Widow we knew about uh, the Eternals. I think that was that's pretty well been planned for a while. Um, obviously, they're going to make a Black Panther two, and now they're rumoring that we talked about this God probably about a month, maybe a month ago. Uh, Killmonger is they're going to find some way to bring Michael B. Jordan back for Black Panther 2, which I was kind of hoping they were going with Namor based on some rumors, but doesn't sound like that. Uh, Doctor Strange 2, you knew that was going to happen. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, it just had to rehire James Gunn. Um, yeah, Ant-Man's going to be, it's going to be Wasp and Ant-Man basically in that one, I think. That's pretty much what the second one was anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Evangeline Lilly, but she kind of like she kind of ran that shit. I mean, no problem with it. She's a good character, but I don't know. I well, mean, we we kind of, I mean, I don't know what else is left of his story. So yeah. they kind of played out all of you, you know. They showed his entire backstory. So mm-hmm. um, Captain Marvel sequel. I know Monica's dying for that one. I like. I'm about to throw up this rum. So oh, that's boy. great. <laughs> Uh, why is Plank getting another movie? God damn it. <laughs> because the world hates us. She's the most protected woman in Hollywood. And they, can't, they can't let that one die because it made a billion dollars because Disney hedged their bets and moved the fucking goalposts. We know the story, you know? I mean, and it's so blatant that it's still going on. And all this shit with the YouTube algorithms now. Um, I Did you see that? Do you follow Nerdrotic? Yeah, uh, I do. Cody? Yeah, I love the guy. Okay. I love Gary. Absolutely. And uh, I watched that. He did like an eight minute video this morning. Well, he released it this morning. It was from his live stream. And uh, it was about how they, you know, they switched things up and he couldn't see his chat. 
I mean, it was like, <laughs> and it's all over all this Captain Marvel stuff about that released, uh, that deleted scene. And uh, <laughs> she's pathetic. Like, I just want her to go away. Uh, the bitch won't. She's like a jealous of the Rugrats. I'm so glad you know what the Rugrats are. This is like, you must be closer to my age than Pete's age. I'm 24. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, I was born in 95, so I'm cultured. He's right in the middle. I mean, I'm right in the middle. I'm in the middle. Shocker. Middle child. I'm in the middle of you two. Yeah. You, uh, it's I say, you just fit right into that role there. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> That's where you flipped your life. Where you flipped your life. <laughs> uh, is this? Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. That I, was, I uh, prefer the Jimmy Eat World song. So. No, I mean it's a good song, but don't I don't tell uh, me no. You can't tell me what I prefer. <laughs> I just did. You will like it. <laughs> no. Oh Lord. Listen, I will tell you all what to do. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, I'm starting already. <laughs> I'm already doing Hank Hill. Ain't this a bitch? Uh, I've been ready to fight all day, so it's fine. Ooh. Oh, oh. God. Oh, oh, dude, no. You just. I'm, I'm terrified. I was five foot tall. Marvel? What? <laughs> oh, no. And this might be the shortest guest segment in history. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, can I cut his fucking mic? <laughs> Shoot no, I wouldn't. Prove it. <laughs> all right so <laughs> oh so it's this most interesting is the appearance of nova he is a member of the intergalactic police force known as the nova Corps. and in the comics my browser just closed but so i you know they went into the nova Corps and guardians um a little bit there we go so i just i i don't the guy's name is, no- I mean, I, I didn't read the comics, so like a guy named Nova in the Nova Corps, I mean, that's, I mean, that seems a little hokey even for a comic book, but you know, it is what it is. I think it's cool. I'm, I'm glad they're adding Nova and I think they should have added I don't, I, and possibly Guardians 2, like a Toledo scene or something. They should have showed Nova no, in something like a cut scene of like Thanos attacking the planet to get the, the stone, but. I don't know. I think they should have introduced him a little bit before. See, and that's what I was, um, we were, like you mentioned Thanos and the stone. I was just talking, my wife asked me about that because we were watching guardians and she's like, well, why didn't they ever show him getting, I said, well, I was like, because they had the big, you know, the big battle on, you know, that uh, there with the Nova Corps. I was like, they didn't want to, I guess they didn't want to have two battles with the Nova Corps. They thought it would have been redundant, but I think it actually would have been kind of a nice setup. It would have been great. Yeah. Better, more, Better than Captain Marvel's setup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All that did was make Ronan look. That made Ronan look stupid. He did. Yeah. Looked- it, it just it made him look horrible. I did not. Uh, I was just like, what? What? How? Why did this? Whose idea was this? And that's just more proof that the um, was that uh, uh, was it? Oh God, Fleck and Bowden that. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Anna Fleck and Ryan Bowden, I think, or something like that. They were the two that were responsible for that cinematic abortion that somehow eked its way to a billion dollars. But, uh, yeah. Um, because Marvel that... is smart and <clears throat> released it when they had to, or else they wouldn't have made oh, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if somebody... Oh, yeah, they... Ugh. 
I feel like if you're introducing any other character into the Marvel universe right before the biggest like climactic event of the MCU, it would have made a billion dollars as well. If you did Spider Man like that, he would have made two billion. That's what I said. Yeah, that's any, exactly what I said. Hero. I'm that's like literally the best like tactic they could have used. And I also feel like they probably got donations from some feminist organization or some bullshit. It's like, please make another one. Here's more money. Yeah, it it was probably Brie herself. Probably. (laughs) Surprised she didn't spend all that money on stupid shoes. (laughs) I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hoard my privilege points. I'm gonna spend them. (laughs) Gonna spend spend them shits. Brie fucking Larson. (laughs) Captain fucking me. I'm catching me. This podcast is just too, just, just too fascist, and ugh, I just can't right now. Like, I'm just gonna. Like, I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, I got into it with I got into it with a guy on YouTube yesterday, and I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have, but I did. I feel like Ricky and Trailer Park Boys. Nobody <laughs> wants to fucking date nine cans of ravioli. I fucking did it. I'm not proud of it. I kind of blacked out after the first five. And then after that, I just kept fucking eating them. And when I woke up, there's nine empty cans of fucking ravioli. That's exactly what that's, that's exactly what I did, like, going into that comment. Well, I was like, uh, but I got the last word. He hasn't responded yet, so fuck him. Um, and the guy was like, it was so funny. Like, I, I, I should and i shouldn't even if it's just like i kind of went i kind of like went hard like right off the bat like i just went hard in the paint That's and then it was said. just like, like <laughs> oh trust me she did she did i can't uh, <laughs> i can't be a responsible all- adult anymore today huh. well how much, how much rum have you had is it now is it less or more than i did when we were together and we were recording uh, definitely a more ago? i'm so sorry to call you out on that but yeah more no, that's fine. I we were. I, it was hard enough to do that live stream on my phone uh, at that time of night after drinking and getting up and checking chat at the same time. That was, uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I don't know how I made it onto this chair, but I'm fully certain I'm not getting down without dying. So do not do not face plant tonight. Yeah, there is no promises. Proud I did put my little that. my. I have my little slippers on with the little grippies on the bottom. So you just get out of the my, hospital. My, or do what? Did you just get out of the hospital or something? Damn. No, I, no, I worked there. Oh, <laughs> whose kid is this? Exactly. <laughs> she, she can't adult. I can't. I she try can't really hard, and the harder I try, the worse it ends up for me. So Proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, okay, it's his, back to most interesting is the appearance of Nova. Back to this Nova thing here. He is a member of the intergalactic police force known as the Nova Corn in the comics, has had dealings with the Guardians, Captain Marvel, and Thor. This leak claims that a very unexpected Black Panther cast member will return for the sequel. A very unexpected. Oh. That's going to be... <laughs> uh, that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Everything. Uh, the leak... Also claims that Black Widow will star Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova, who will be introduced as the new version of Scarlett Johansson's character, while Richard Madden will take the lead role of Icarus in Chloe Zano's The Eternals. Um, okay, I really, see, I don't know too much about The Eternals. Me neither. <laughs> no, me neither. Save you some time. Me Is it? <laughs> that's, that's the uh, that's the one that is supposed to have Angelina Jolie, I believe, and uh, probably Aww, why I, I don't know, and I don't I don't agree with it. <laughs> I I I can't uh, I can't get behind that. I don't like her anyway. She's just weird. Um, yeah, why do Jen like that? Why? <laughs> why? 
Why, bitch? Why did you jam like that? I wish they would uh, more people that were a little unknown. Like Chris Hemsworth, yeah. it wasn't really that known until he started doing Thor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, really. Chris Evans wasn't. I mean, he did a couple stupid movies. Um, I don't know that. I. I mean, I've seen Anthony Mackie play several different movies, but I don't know anybody that's really like known him outside of MCU. He was straight out of Compton, though. Yeah, but that was after MCU came out. He was in that one movie with Seth Rogen, the the night before or something, that Christmas movie. Yeah, oh, he's no. been in a lot of that movies. Was funny. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that one, I don't think. Honestly. I have not. That's a good one. You should watch it. Definitely around the hall. Okay. <laughs> he pl- he plays a, a gay guy in a movie with Chris Evans. It's pretty funny. Oh my gosh, I'm still watching that now. <laughs> Super <laughs> It's just funny. He's funny. I love him. Hawk. So. Oh my god, go away. Hawk. Hawk. Oh God! I do that. I got my kid saying that. My kid runs around Aww. yelling "Clown World." He does. I did something the other day, and he's like "Clown World." I'm like, "Yes, that's my boy." Oh, Trey, training him right. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. You met him. He's almost as tall as you already, man. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> just, keep, we, just keep piling him on. It's great. Kick me while I'm down. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I'm gonna pay for it. I'll you pay are. for it later. Don't don't you worry. Not oh, even tonight. Me, I, I'm, I'm like that sneak attack where I act like I forget I stuff, but I really don't. So I would not be surprised if like three months from now something comes out because of this episode right here. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'm going to get hurt. All right, so <laughs> we won't know any more of this for certain until San Diego Comic-Con, where Marvel president Kevin Feige will no doubt unveil the studio slate of films that will be released well into the 2020s. It takes place July 18th through the 21st. So... The Wardell leaks, like I said, uh, you know, Cody's looked at a, you looked. You said you looked at a couple of the tweets. I mean, we know it. just from yeah. yeah, the things the things that we've uh, seen in the past from him. I mean, he's been pretty close to uh, to spot on on most of this stuff. It's so, freaky, man, like, what if yeah. he's like? He got I the mean, Stan Lee cameo, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Everyone, well, I just kind of yeah. through them, but like when I was reading them, I mean, they were all. Right. Maybe he's like his alter ego. You know? Like maybe his he's some director on one of these films. Wait, I don't know. What's what's Roger Wardell spelled backwards? It's Oh God. <laughs> I can't even say Pete's name backwards. <laughs> Ledraw Rigor. <laughs> it's it's Kevin Feige. Right. It's Feige. It's Feige. He's doing it. He's just he's just throwing out little tidbits out there. I don't know. I have no idea. It's, but I mean, really, like this is I I enjoy stuff like this because I don't mind spoilers at all, except for Endgame. Like oh, I got I do. I got pissed when I found out uh, that Robert Downey Jr. was uh, was the one that died because I just and it was this dude who I just added back on Facebook. He was a wrestler that I'd worked some shows with. Wait, wait, wait. So are you are you telling me that you're questioning <laughs> you <laughs> some one of your one of your people's characters? What? <laughs> Oh, Monica. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, son of a bitch. I can't even say anything. I know you can't. I can't, I can't I need, even say anything. I need my, my emoji girl that bows to you. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. She does a little thing. You get a little curtsy. Thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I see how this is going to go. We're fucking playing prison role. <laughs> you, you started it. We're not even through. God damn it. Bobby segment. 
<laughs> okay. Anyways, I don't like spoilers. I like surprises. So don't tell me shit. I'm not going to. Thank you. That's all I want. You don't watch. You don't watch Walking Dead anyway. So. Okay. Uh, well, maybe I will. Maybe. But I'm just well, saying. Like, don't. I don't want to know this stuff. Okay. I lo- like. I like. I like surprises. I watch uh, you. You follow Doomcock, right, Cody? Yeah, man. I followed. I saw that uh, his Star Wars spoiler video he got from that source that he uses, and uh, I was the for the episode nine spoilers. You know that came out. This was what, like a month or so ago, maybe. Did you Did you see that when he did? I don't know if I did. I don't. I can't remember. It was like a month ago he put that out. Maybe a little bit longer, um, but it was like it basically just like you know it was like this everything it sounded I can't remember I wish I remembered everything I should have pulled this up um, but it was just it made it made episode nine look like a steaming pile and then mm-hmm. I, I follow uh, Mike, I follow Mike Zero on on YouTube because oh, he's God. hilarious he's I just like watching his videos because like they're just funny. Like and the dude puts out like sixty videos a day, so it's like holy shit! Like, who has time Star for Wars, that? Hey, at least he's making it's Star Wars. It's, it's, <laughs> it's Star Wars content from the future. He's a fucking time yeah. lord. <laughs> he is. I'm just saying it now. He he is. And if he ever comes on world class bullshitters, we're gonna all get smarter from it. <laughs> I, uh, he's he's fucking he's something, man. Mm. He has he has some cool uh, his the the song he uses in his intro and outro is pretty cool though I will give him that. Um, it's got the name of it and everything. It's actually like a decent song too. I listened to the whole thing um, because they're like a legit band. Uh, so I, I'll give Mike Zero that. Wait, he's in a band? I give him. No, 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 no. It's oh. just the, the song he uses uh, for his intro and his outro on his videos. Oh, I thought you said he was in a uh, band. I was about to say I'm going to go buy his album. <laughs> no, no. I think if he was a, in a band, he would probably be like Jan's secretary Hunter from The Office. If anybody, I, <laughs> did you? You know, okay, you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> That's who he strikes me as, like a hunter, except not pretty like that. Uh, just like, just like, kind of like meh, you know. Yeah. But he'd just be like, he'd be like, "Hi, this is Mike Zero here. I'm ready to service you and all your future needs." You know, I can't really do a good Mike Zero impression because I just can't do that Canadian thing. Um, <laughs> I, I just can't. It doesn't work that I way. I don't want to do a good Mike, Mike Zero impression. <laughs> no. And like I said, I tried to do, uh, I tried to imitate EVS, uh, 26 year veteran of the comic industry and a great big old Star Wars fan, world's most charming, eloquent, yet humble man. You know, I, I was doing it <laughs> and, uh, Lape <laughs> was like, it was Lape or Frank from uh, Realities Frank uh, said, uh, you sound like more like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, I got this article Chaos from Mary. The, um, the Mary Sue. And it says here that uh, Rose Tico is going to be in episode nine, but <laughs> I can't. Yes, he's so fucking funny, dude. Yes. So. Oh wait! Don't don't laugh. We've got a couple articles from the Mary Sue down oh. the list here. Oh yeah. What are you yeah, doing to me? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're gonna have to go over to the fucking Mary Sue doc. <laughs> oh 
Oh, I've got I've got a back to back pair. I think. Uh, uh, Let me get my training ball ready. Hold on. I mean, if these are just it. fucking. They're just. You're probably going to. They're just too fucking cringeworthy not to. Uh, <laughs> not to read. And as I'm I'm on this uh, comicbook.com movie or uh, the page here for this article, uh, talking about Marvel star Chris Hemsworth is ready to become an Asgardian of the galaxy. Uh, they have a scene from Avengers Age of Ultron, and I stopped it right on, of course, Wanda. And uh, I never realized her uh, her outfit was that revealing. She's got the but she's got the knee high boots on. Elizabeth Olsen's killing me. Uh, how did you um, not anyway, notice that? I thought that was like the first thing you noticed. I was looking at her eyes the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're a liar. <laughs> I am a gentleman. <laughs> if nothing else, a gentleman. Pete, you're not lying. A <laughs> Damn it! You've known me too long. Anyway, all right. So it's this Chris Hemsworth has become a poster boy for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it is not hard to see why the Aussie actor rose to fame when he was cast as Thor years ago. And the star has proved his merit as the God of Thunder. However, Thor's fate remains unclear in the wake of Avengers Endgame. Luckily, Hemsworth doesn't seem too concerned about his character. In fact, the actor has thoughts of where he'd like Thor to go next. And would it take the God of Thunder deep into space with a familiar team? I, I like Thor with the, uh, with the Guardians. Um, how about you guys? Uh, Monica, what do you think of that one? Yeah, I, I, I do. Um, <clears throat> and plus, I... I don't know what else they can do with Thor after Ragnarok. So, yeah. Cody? Um, I'm pretty stoked about it. I mean, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is a couple of my favorite movies from the MCU. And Yay! <laughs> I put one of them yes. in my top five. I haven't even really ranked mine because I go back and forth so much with which ones I like so much. But well, I didn't have a choice, so. <laughs> you were forced into ranking them high. Yeah, I was forced into picking my top five, and I had just recently watched that one, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and Baby Groot dancing in the beginning is one of my favorites, so I was like, I'm just going to put that in number five. <laughs> so, But I'm, I'm excited about it. I love, I love the Guardians. I love the whole dynamic between all of them, and I love the chemistry they all have, and adding Thor into it is just going to amp it up so much, and it opens doors also for possibly Beta Ray Bill and... I mean, Adam Warlock, seeing Thor fight Adam Warlock, or... Yeah. And hopefully, a, you know, like, super Groot. Like, an actual adult Groot again. Because I'm getting kind yeah. of yes. baby Groot and teenage Groot. Yeah, edgy, edgy, moody, teenage Groot. <laughs> Emo tree Groot. <laughs> but, but no, seriously, um, that's and that's the thing, is, like, they've already teased the Adam Warlock thing. So it's like, you've got to deliver on this sometime, you know? Yeah. Um, it's... It, it could be a slow burn like it was with Thanos, which is fine if you're going to build, you know, a big character up. Um, and the Beta Ray Bill thing, I, I I didn't, you know, like I said, I didn't read the comics like that. I didn't know, you know, I don't know all these characters yet. So I'm kind of, I kind of did, you know, watch a couple of videos about them. So, cause I wanted to, uh, I wanted to kind of get background information. You know what I mean? And uh, he's, uh, he's kind of a badass, uh, this Beta Ray Bill character. Um so I think uh, I I don't know how they would cast that. I don't. It's so difficult with these with these characters. You know what I mean to to cast them and kind of you know pay an homage to the comics, but make it look you know plausible on the big screen too. Yeah, 
I- I'm going to be like seriously upset if Zach Efron is not Adam Warlock at this point because I've like pictured him as it now. So just going to say my homeboy there. <laughs> <laughs> After Bundy, after Bundy, and seeing what that kid can actually do um, as an actor, you know, and I've seen him in the neighbors, you know, those kind of ha- you know slapstick comedy movies, but like seeing him play Ted Bundy, and, and we we reviewed that one. He was excellent. I, mean, I know you don't give him enough credit. Like I know my people. I- but, but I do, I, I do, and like I said, he's not just the little kid that was in High School Musical. I mean, he's a this kid is a legitimate star. He he has that he has that certain je ne sais quoi about him. I believe it is. Ooh, I that know. was I'm that just, was nice. See that? Um, I have little small in, bits of information about things like that I can use that work. Yeah. But no, um, I, I, mean, I really will be upset about it though because I don't know. Like my brain has already pictured pictured him as Adam Warlock, so I don't. I'll be sad. I'm just going to say. And to speak to more uh, to Cody's point about the, uh, the chemistry between uh, Hemsworth and Pratt and, uh, you know, uh, uh, with Gamora and, you know, uh, Batista, you know, uh, Zoe Saldana, uh, yeah. you know, uh, and Karen Gill, you know, Karen Gilliam to a lesser extent. Um, and the girl Sorry. with antennas, <laughs> as Rocky would say. Oh yeah, M- Mantis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the antenna girl. Um, I, I see she's no. I just kind of forget about her. Feel bad because she's a, she's cool. You know, I, I like her. I got no no issue with the uh, character. I had a phone call ringing through there. We'll decline that. Oh, that's is that what that was? You like yeah. sounded like a gorilla all of a sudden. Scared me a little bit. I heard the train go through the background there. The uh, the fourth member of the cast now. Yeah. Uh, the train. <laughs> yeah, it, it literally goes right through her backyard. So. I wish I was exaggerating, but I think I've sent you a video. Like, it's li- literally yes. my, I mean, I could throw rocks at it, so. The hell do you I live? told her to. I live in the ghetto. In a train yard. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I told her she should go out and tag the train cars with the place to be reviews. I'm going to. You know what's creepy? So, um, Friday, Saturday, one of these weekend days i was sitting outside eating dinner because it was really nice out and all of a sudden just some random dude with a gallon of water carrying his shirt so he had just pants on walking through my yard like towards the train track i'm like uh what like what the hell is this (laughs) and this is uh, how you die it's it's time for the great migration apparently yeah it was just so weird i'm like um okay where did you come from and where are you going (laughs) I don't have you anything should, funny to say about that. I'm kind of, it's kind of weird. It you should have just, <laughs> no, what you should have yelled was, the bums lost Lebowski. The bums will always lose. <laughs> no, because I'm scared of that stuff. I don't want to have interaction. Uh, like, I just held really still, like, maybe he didn't see me because I don't want him to know where I live. You don't know. I'm telling you, I'm waiting for that that serial killer that jumps on trains. I'm, I'm going to die one of these days, and it's going to be because of that. So. Don't say that. Is so, <laughs> that is so macabre. That is so macabre. Don't say that. Well, All right, so, well. <laughs> I'm just saying. And Cody is sitting here what the fuck am, did I get myself into yeah, tonight? I'm sorry. No, you're, you're, you're okay. You're just, you're just, you're, this is just kind of like therapy, but just <laughs> <laughs> okay so recently cinema blend got the chance to speak with Hemsworth during the press tour for men in black international which i'm still on the fence about i mean that's just but that's another story altogether 
It was there. Hemsworth said he's not spoken with director James Gunn about a possible role in Guardians 3, but he's not adverse to returning to the hero. After all, the last fan saw Thor's he's hitching a ride with the Guardians. So I think I think this is a safe bet to say that this is where he's going to end up um, because we kind of saw the, uh, you know, the metaphorical uh, passing of the torch with him to Valkyrie, uh, Tess Thompson. So, um, I don't know. I really, I got, I got heat in the comment section in the WCBS group for saying, I thought she was kind of hot earlier. What is wrong with you? Hey, you know what? Don't judge me. (laughs) I'm not, but she's pretty. Maybe. I don't want to fault you for that. Yeah. Like I got, I got heat for that. Like this one guy was like, what did he say? He was like, I can't remember if it was, I don't know if it was in WCBS or if it was in another one. I think it was, but he said, he was like, she's got a big fucking head. She's got a big forehead. She's got thick arms. I'm like, well, I mean, she's kind of in shape, dude. I'm like, she really doesn't have a big forehead. I'm like, it's pretty proportionate, I think. I mean, now that I think of it, she might have a five head, but I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not she's like Herman Munster. Yeah. You look at her I, I just... trailers and she doesn't look bad either. Man. I just thought she looked dope as Valkyrie. Anything... Any uh, anything that she looks like just is I don't know I can't stand her. You just you don't like this. her because she's friends with Captain Meh. Yes, that's exactly it. Well, I mean, her attitude I can see that. Yeah. I can definitely yeah. tell. I mean, that adds to your attractiveness, so I can understand why people are bashing you. But yeah, that's yeah, including me. I'm on board with them. Yeah. Sorry, see, host. but I was being I was just being <laughs> shallow and superficial and just looking at the surface. You were so I mean, and just massage Oh, like, my so gosh. So, were you checking out her eyes? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're brown. <laughs> okay, good. I think I don't know. <sighs> Wait, Jesus. real quick, where the hell did she get the Pegasus from in Endgame? Yeah, well, because she had it in. Did she not have it in Ragnarok? Maybe she no, did. no, she did. But Hela killed it. Uh, she had it in the. Okay, in the, yeah, it was like a only, flashback. Only in the flashback, though. Okay. Well, I knew I, th- I I knew I saw it in Ragnarok, so I was just trying to figure out where. Was there a planet um, of Pegasus that got snapped away, and she just found one? Like, oh hey, one just <laughs> one just, one just like, fell out of the little uh, Doctor Strange time hole. Just, <laughs> just goes perfect up the landing. Like, hey, I need a. This might that sound weird. Now, hear me out. I need a flying horse <laughs> with a horse. <laughs> a what? Um, I mean, I I used to fly them. We had them when we were kids too, and they're cool. I flew, I flew them back in Nam. <laughs> we had a course with that, along with uh, speaking tree. Oh, well, okay. Let me see what I whip up. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> I can uh, I, you know. And the sad thing is, in about another week, we're gonna get a video. From it'll be from the Marvelous Wave channel because for some reason this dude gets all these like Marvel stories and it's like always like the Russo brothers finally explain why this guy tilted his head this way in this particular scene. <laughs> I mean, God love him. He's got you know, he's got a dude's got like 200 some thousand subscribers and I watch his videos. I mean, he's got some, he does have some good content. It's just like kind of funny because it's like the Russos and I just use him because he's the only one I could think of offhand, you know, the first one that comes to mind that because he gets all these, you know, all these stories and 
it's just funny because like now the Russos are like explaining like every little single bit of minutia from this movie. And it's kind of like, it's kind of hurt it for me. You know what I mean? Like as far as like my, where I put the movie on my, on my list of like the MCU movies and it's just, stop explaining it and just let leave it to our interpretation you know we don't need everything spelled out for us but they kind of have to because they kind of have to defend themselves because people like the mary sue keep pulling the shit out of nowhere and ruining everything so (laughs) the mary sue is always like well like you saw captain america wield mjolnir well in this universe there's an lgbtq version of mjolnir it's like huh (laughs) That's what I'm saying. The fucker's got sparkles and it's bedazzled and shit. It shoots rainbows like instead of lightning. It's just... it shoots ra- oh Jesus! <laughs> we are now we are now an alt right channel. Uh, yeah, I'm not <laughs> monetization on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're just uh, we're just gonna turn that one off. Uh, and I was gonna make the announcement about putting the podcast on YouTube. I think this. Episode- Wait, hold on though. Do you not remember how this episode started? I'm going to have to go back and, and listen to that. But we'll see when I put it on the uh, – because I'm going to put it on um, in the folder. I should be able to draw it over to my computer because I have my phone connected to the computer now. So I can possibly edit that up a little bit. But if not, no big deal. I don't care. Uh, we didn't say anything normally that we wouldn't say on the air. It was just a little lackluster and slow. That's all. But uh, that's uh, that's actually the title of my autobiography is A Little Lackluster and Slow. Ah, oh, fuck. That's it. It's, that's mo- like- it's Monday. I mean – and don't you sound like someone's like somebody's got a case of the Mondays? I do. <laughs> you know this. Ugh. Yeah, Monica. Hi, it's Bill Lumberg here. Stop it. <laughs> that, that, that movie is like underrated greatness. I mean, it's like a, they call it a cult classic. I'm like, how can that be a cult classic? That movie is just classic. Like, that is like Mike Judge at his like apex. Whatever you say. <laughs> You've seen Office Space, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, you've seen that one, Cody, right? I've seen parts of it. Okay, so I her- mean, it, it, came, it came out in nineteen what nineteen ninety eight. I was not I very old, so. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, it, it's it's an older movie. It, it you know that's well, the year I, I fucking graduated high school. So I started watching it at my buddy's house years ago. We were all hanging out in the living room, and I ended up falling asleep because it was late at night, and uh, yeah. But I do know about the red stapler thing. Have you, you my, my my red my swing line stapler? It's a it's a red. Um, I would like it back, please. I'd, I'd like that back. I can I could, could blow up the building. I've warned you several times, and I'm not going to take it anymore. You know that's the guy that does Bill Dotry's voice, right? From uh, King of the Hill. Really? That's Stephen Root. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, and he was in uh, Dodgeball too. Um, oh. Okay, yep. now that, that yeah. makes sense now. Yeah, I watched Dodgeball recently, and I was like, was, "Were these some of these dudes? Were they in anything else?" <laughs> Justin Justin Long has had like a weird career. He's like he's oh, the weirdest. Like, Where did he start? Like one of the first movies I remember him in was what was that movie Accepted, where they make up the fake college? Yeah, dude, that movie kicks ass. That movie, that movie awesome. was great. I love that. I've seen that so many times. It was the like years when we were actually able to get good comedies with that type of humor. Now it's just yes, yeah. We can't get and, movies like that anymore. No, and well, that's the problem. Is 
I mean, a lot of it, like I see, like I had the uh, Ryan Reynolds um, Van Wilder, like that came out when I, I was like, I was like 21. And then like the American Pie movies were huge when I was like 19, 20 years old, huge. you know, so like they, they were huge, but they were, I mean, that was that type of humor. Like, I mean, even going farther back to like the eighties with like Revenge of the Nerds, which has now been, it's been called and deemed problematic problematic and whenever i fucking hear that word like that i ha i'm bald and the hair on the back of my neck just stands up when i hear that word problematic if somebody says that or if i see it in print i'm like i know it's like an sjw shit show that's about to happen well it is problematic well, so get woke bro you should hear it in your voice <laughs> <laughs> oh my voice on a fucking chalkboard um no just when but, you do that voice problematic yeah yes See, that's what I'm doing. It's it's that SJW shit, and that's not even saying, like, but... that's not even like an attempt at a female voice. That's like a man. That's like an SJW man. Well, I can't. <laughs> they're they're beta males. This is so like problematic. I don't. Oh. This, this entire I'm show is just taking. A, I'm not even kidding. You're it's, just, me. it's it's taking an alt right turn for the worst. I just can't listen anymore. I'm my my delicate sensibilities that are offended. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Monica, <laughs> if you barf, that is like very racist. Oh, well, <laughs> your right. white privilege is just insulting. I'm not even white. She's not even white. That's the beautiful thing about this entire situation. No, she is. No, she is. She is white. Okay, she's black. No, she's white. Okay, get it right. Oh, so you're it's either fine. black or every other race is white. Got it. Now, now you questioning me. This is just problematic. Okay. Are you? Are you? Are you, are you <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I literally just found out because I was talking. I was like, so, like, she said something. You're, you're complaining about somebody saying you're a tan. She's like, I'm not even white. I'm like, you're not? Yeah. Like, I, I don't what? understand. People make a comment about my skin all the time. Like, I am not white. So why would you expect, like, the, I don't know, man, you're so tan, you're so dark. I'm like, I'm, I was born this way. I, I wasn't born white. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's brown privilege, see? But see, they got, funny. you can't tell them they don't have me, they got that. I don't know, I don't know. It's just funny because, like, us, uh, us melanin-challenged folk, uh, <laughs> but no, you know what, what's funny is, like, and, and, and no, I've been mistaken. I get mistaken for like Puerto Rican. I'm like, I'm six three. I'm like, how the hell do I get mistaken okay. for Puerto Rican? I get there's like people that actually come up to me and start speaking Spanish, not just ask me, but just start talking in Spanish. And I'm like, uh, I know Dora. I know Dora Spanish. Like, I, yeah, I don't like, know what you're saying. The first thing she says is swipe or no swiping. It's seriously, it's my favorite line. But I'm not. I'm not, I'm not Mexican and I'm not Asian. I don't understand. Uh, two Wongs don't make a white. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what were you even talking about? I don't even remember. Christmas you know, anyways, I don't. This, this fucking train got derailed like from the very start. Oh, no. Like the one in your backyard? Yeah. Well, hopefully it doesn't derail. It's going to take me out. <laughs> We'll have uh, open auditions for a new co-host. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Shit. 
I, uh, I need one that can make t-shirts and is also uh, going to deal with me, which I'm probably not going to find. So, uh, yeah. We're not going to we're not going to derail the train into your backyard anytime soon. That would be problematic. I'm sitting. Oh in- my god! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to keep fight. doing that. Thank you very much. I'm going to see. I did. I played the meow game with uh, Reality's Frank with that phrase because he, he hates that almost as much as you do, Monica. So when I was on the fan cast Friday night. Uh, I heard you. That you you heard me. The more the more inebriated I got, the uh, the later in the show it got. After the uh, all the meds kicked in, I uh, I just kept <laughs> saying it to piss him off. Yeah, and I, did I know. he was Cody. He was trying to close the show, and I did it to him. I kind of felt bad about it. I was just like, I was kind of you know, I was just kind of fucking with him, and I was like, I was like, oh. and because. I can't remember who else was because Tap came on and he started talking and then I did it one more time and he's just like, God damn it, I'm just going to stop it to you guys. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I yelled at you in that chat like 14 times. I'm like, say it one more you time, can't. bro. She, she was, she's like, are you trying to make me fucking throw up? God. <laughs> like, uh, I was like, I am, thank you very much and I typed yeah. it out. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you see how horrible he is to me? It's so uh, funny. I, mean, I I approve. I approve. I'm head. Wow. I'm the I'm the head of the place to be reviews committee, and I approve <laughs> of this committee. I've uh, and I've uh, I've ruled on the validity of that committee. The committee. <laughs> yeah. I've ruled on the validity of that committee, and the committee is validity. <laughs> I just make my brain hurt. <laughs> Trust me, mine is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mine's basically some eggs in a frying pan at this point. So, uh, as Freddy Krueger once said, so yeah, there's uh, there's that. He scares me. My mind's basically <laughs> that one scene from SpongeBob where Patrick's thinking of a carton of milk spilling over. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> That's this is my this is my default. I just reset to this. <laughs> uh. I don't have words to describe my brain. If that tells you anything, <laughs> I have I have, those, I have Family Guy cutscenes in my head. Me too. Like, I used to for mine, I used to, I used to do that in, in work meetings. Oh my god! Oh like god, I would do more. that in, in fucking in fucking sales meetings. I would sit there and like I would just either like zone out and I would be like talking in different voices in my head, imitating everybody in the room, or. <laughs> I was, I was just like in my head, like singing that frog song, like "Hello, my darling, hello, my sweetheart, hello, my ragtime girl," like in the little frog's voice from the WB. I mean, like, just like, like seriously, like I'm, just, I just stare at somebody and try to get them to do that thing from The Simpsons, where it's like, I know you can hear what I'm thinking, and I'm like, meow, 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 meow. You know, that's Lorne. Yeah, because I would never. That's you know, I was just like, I don't need to be here. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm here. It's, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Dante <laughs> from Clerks. My fucking day off. No, Randall wants a bitch about stormtroopers. I don't fucking know. <sighs> so you know I mean? they're, they're making a, they made, is it done? The second Jay and, the Jay and Silent Bob sequel. I, I'm This one, uh, and given the way Kevin Smith is now, like, uh, I don't know. I don't I'm, know how to feel about this. I'm excited because it's like they're kind of making fun of Hollywood for making reboots, but I'm a little worried at you know 
what they're going to be, what kind of actors they're going to be putting in. And I don't know, man. It's just, just the, the day and age now. It makes me question how good it is. And that's it because the first one was like, it was great. It really was. It was funny. Um, and it's like, can you really recreate that? You know, uh, the hangover, uh, we've got evidence of not being able to do it right there with, you know, the first one was great. It was awesome. You know, it was kind of like one of those comedies that you're like, you know, you can sit down and like, I can watch the hangover just to laugh at the second one, eh, the third one. Oh my God. No. Like, I, like I, just, <laughs> I, I liked all of them too. I, I, the, the holy thing I really liked in the third one was Ken Jong. I absolutely, he's, he is, that dude is a scene stealer in anything he's into me. I absolutely love him. Um, he's the dude's funny as hell. Like, I, what the hell did I just watch? Oh, I was watching with my kid the other day. He's in the freaking Goosebumps movie, the second one. Um, he was on. He was a judge on one of those singing shows. Yeah, uh, the the Masked Singer. He was a judge. Yes. On the Masked Singer. He was funny yeah. on there. That show was really good, actually. They had some kick-ass performances on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we really got off topic there. Like, didn't we get yelled at for like two weeks ago for that? That was literally like a twenty-minute fucking like side tangent. We just went. Well, on. one of us did, and it was longer than two weeks ago. But you know, whatever. I'll take one for the team. It's fine. <laughs> What's what next on our on on our topics here? That's what she said. Literally, she just said. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> this this is kind of a good one, and um, it, it leads me to uh, a decision I have to make. And now, based on what I've been hearing about Godzilla, uh, I want to go. I wanted to go see it on opening, couldn't because. And this is this kind of I have like some good news. Uh, you know, um, my uh, my mom had surgery, and uh, the C word is we're C free now. So really, uh, you didn't tell yeah. me. Awesome. I, I just found out today um, that she's she's good. Uh, just has to go back for uh, periodic checkups, but uh, yeah, there's no uh, no further treatment needed. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so that's a big relief. Um, but so I couldn't go to see Godzilla last weekend. Um, so I was I'm gonna go this coming weekend now. But X Men Dark Phoenix is opening, and. I'm almost torn. Do I want to go see Dark Phoenix, or is that just going to be a complete sh- just dumpster fire? Um, Are you really even asking that question right now? Go see Godzilla. I mean, I, yeah. and that's that's kind of what I'm leaning at because everything I've heard about Godzilla has been <laughs> excellent. You know, uh, and the X Men they've been all over the place. I mean, yeah, I told you I'm not paying to see that in theaters. So yeah. yeah. I want to see it either in theaters. I saw Godzilla this weekend, bro. Go see it. Okay, so you what? What did you give? You, go ahead and give me <laughs> give me your take on it without any you know major spoilers. Uh, what you really like? How how you liked it? Um, did you think it was too much monsters? Not enough uh, human aspect. They balanced it perfectly. I think. I thought the first one. Um, I thought the first one didn't have enough monsters. Um, but I mean that you got to start somewhere, and I thought it was excellent. And the one I saw this weekend, the second one, bro, this one was kick ass. It was a perfect balance of human and monsters. And they really balanced it well with adding monsters into the human scenes and really putting them in the background of what they're doing. <clears throat> so it's, dude, it's it's really cool. There are some scenes where I was like, what the fuck? Like characters do stuff and like, <laughs> yeah, why? And then, I don't know. 
sometimes the movie makes you want to feel bad for a certain character and you're like, fuck this guy. Like, I hope you die. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great okay. movie, man. It's a lot of fun. Um, a lot of the stuff that happens in the movie makes sense. It's not one of those movies that's like, it's not like a Last Jedi movie. It's like, why would you do that? That's pretty cool. So go see it. Okay. Don't go see All it. Right, I'll, I'll probably, like I said, I was I was leaning towards that one, but I wanted to just kind of get the opinion of the jury. <clears throat> but, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, thank you. You probably just saved me money. And uh, I'm pulling, I, since I don't have any hair on my head, it would be my beard. I would be pulling on the entire movie. <laughs> if I was sitting there during Dark Phoenix, it was bad. Like, <laughs> seriously, during Endgame, the first time when, when, when Endgame opened, the first time I saw it in the theater, you know, because I went twice, um, I'm sitting there and my buddy sitting next to me and we're in the very back row of the theater, which it was like one of those huge ass IMAX screens. Um, and <laughs> there's this woman sitting next to me. And as soon as Captain Marvel showed up, like as soon as she showed up to save Tony and Nebula, I, I just leaned forward and I was like, what the fuck? Just kind of looking at me. Like, and then like in the end when, uh, when, when uh, she no sold Thanos' head, but I was like, are you fucking serious? And then he power punched her out of the scene with, you know, the power stone. I was like, <laughs> like, and there was like, you could hear a couple, there was like, there was a few people in the theater that uh, laughed and there was some, uh, almost like at one point, I think I heard somebody clap <laughs> when she got whacked, but um <laughs> I was, uh, I was, uh, just, ugh. I warned you about that like 14 times. I know. I, it was just, ugh. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go see Godzilla then. That's, that's, that's that. I'll go see Godzilla, uh, <laughs> Saturday afternoon because I am Friday night. Uh, if anybody from the fan cast is listening, uh, if you're not too mad at me, I want to come back on this Friday. I think, uh, you guys have already talked about it. So bring me back on. Because uh, I have a new introduction written that will take 35 seconds this time. Uh, so we got. Oh, you, you heard the last one. It was money. I it, was, did. it was just. It was just basically me, like in the wrestling ring with a microphone, is what I was doing. <laughs> but okay, so we've got every X Men movie ranked from worst to best. Are we ready for this? This is going to be. Uh, All right. <laughs> oh, no. Number. Number 11, X-Men Origins Wolverine, 2009. Hmm. See, okay, I get confused because I kind of almost forget what order they came out in, so I'm, I'm going to try to keep up here. But Yeah, the, the order, because they started all the time travel. So this is 2009. Uh, Wolverine was the first standalone spinoff. Okay, uh, and it was supposed to be followed by a Magneto, but they did not do that. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it says right here. Um, X Men Origins Wolverine was the first standalone spinoff, which was intended to be followed by X Men Origins Magneto, directed by Gavin Hood. X Men Origins Wolverine adapted Marvel Comics Origin miniseries, which revealed Wolverine's real name, James Howlett, and his tragic past. So, mm-hmm. okay. I didn't. I mean, I didn't think this movie was terrible. I mean, I, I don't. I like I don't, all of them, so I can't really say anything. I do. Like I don't know that I would. Yes, I enjoyed all of them, some more than others. Hmm. Yeah. All right, Monica. I'm, I'm going to be a little more careful of you now. It's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't trust me either. But they're they're very entertaining for me. I don't think that they're great storylines and awesome movies, but I enjoyed them all. 
So they entertain me. All right. So we'll go to number 10. <laughs> X-Men, The Last Stand from 2006. Uh, that would have been that would have been my eh, yeah that would be yeah ten's about right yeah yeah that's Brett Ratner this is X Men Last Stand was directed by Brett Ratner who replaced Brian Singer when he left the franchise to make Superman Returns for Warner Brothers written by Simon Kinberg and Zach Penn X Men The Last Stand follows up Jean Grey's death in X Two. X-Men United by cramming together two different comic stories, Joss Whedon's Gifted, about a mutant cure, and the Dark Phoenix Saga, which was relegated to the B-plot and stripped of most of its resonance. The Last Stand is also infamously features the murder of Professor X by Jean Grey and the death of Cyclops, who died off-screen. In fairness, Hugh Jackman, Ian McKellen, and Famke Janssen tried to inject as much humanity as they could into the material, but Ratner's cookie-cutter direction and frantic pacing zips through the pivotal story beats, robbing nearly everything of its impact. X-Men The Last Stand introduced Ben Foster as Angel and Alan Page as Kitty Pride, but gave them little to do, and the film drew groans for dialogue like Vinnie Jones' terrible quip, I'm the juggernaut. Bitch. In spite of a few bright spots, I like Vinnie Jones because he's he was bullet tooth Tony and Snatch, which is a fucking amazing movie. X Men: The Last Stand earned its infamy as the worst of the mainline X Men movies. Ah, uh, yeah, this one was this one was a shit show. I think I went to the see, the theater to see that when it came out, and I, I just I'm not a I'm not a I know Brett Ratner is like uh, I don't know I don't really know how to. Because he did, what was it? Uh, was it money? I want to say, was it money talks or rush hour? I have, to look I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I I can't keep up with it like that, like you do. I don't know, but it can't. It was it was when we came out a long time ago. Um, but it was one of those. Uh, number nine, X Men Apocalypse, twenty sixteen. This one was. Ugh. That would be my last. That would. Yeah. That would, I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, this one. This one was in what's uh, the uh, the girl from uh, G4 TV there, uh, Olivia Munn. She's just she's so bad. She didn't do anything. Like... She, exactly, she did nothing. She's just like bad. Like, what are you even there for? You serve no purpose. Yeah, <laughs> what? yeah she, had so she had resting brief face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's something that you don't want. You never want that. No, and then you have, yeah. Let's have oh yeah let's have Poe Dameron be the villain the fuck yeah yeah how's he no 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 let's not have a giant ripped huge guy with a deep voice with good acting skills to be Apocalypse no let's 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 get the in quote best star pilot in the galaxy <laughs> or the Resistance I'm sorry the Resistance, the resistance. get it right. You trigger happy fly boys, they're all the same. You think I haven't dealt with someone like you before? Oh my god, you guys are killing me. I'm a third wave provider, intersexual, intergalactic feminist bitch. I have no problem. (laughs) And the part of Vice Admiral Gender Studies will be played by 
Oh, so yeah, it says the final. Do we even need to? The final X Men movie directed by Brian Singer, X Men Apocalypse, attempted to replicate X Men the animated series on the big screen. <laughs> it failed fucking miserably. Oscar Isaac portrays N. Sabanur, the 5,000 year old all powerful mutant called Apocalypse, who awakens in 1983 and tries to destroy the world. It was never really clear what Apocalypse's plan actually was as he assembles his four horsemen Storm. Alexandra Ship, Angel, Ben Hardy, Psylocke, Olivia Munn, and Magneto, Michael Fassbender. But X-Men Apocalypse goes for broke with large-scale cartoony action as the X-Men combine their powers to fight Apocalypse while nuclear missiles threaten to wipe out the planet. Yeah, Singer hired young actors to portray the core X-Men as teenagers, including Sophie Turner and Jean Grey, Ty and his Cyclops, Cody Smith McPhee as Nightcrawler. The film teases Jean's eventual corruption by the Phoenix Force within her, which sets up Dark Phoenix while Jennifer Lawrence spends as little time as possible in Mystique's blue makeup. Hugh Jackman also cameos as Wolverine as he violently escapes from Weapon X facility. After the success of a similar sequence in X-Men Days of Future Past, Apocalypse repeats a super speed rescue by Quicksilver Evan Peters, as the X-Mansion is destroyed. Ironically, a meta joke that the third film is always the worst, ended up applying to the overlong and bombastic X-Men apocalypse. Yeah. I forgot that uh, what's his name? Evan Peters is Quicksilver. This is how much I tried to put yeah. and, and I'm I like Evan Peters as an actor, uh, especially in American Horror Story, um, <laughs> which is uh I, I'm, I'm hit and miss with it now uh, based on the different stories on the seasons. Um, but I think I'm, do you watch, have you watched that Cody? I know Monica doesn't watch it. I've watched it before. He's a good actor. I just, yeah. I, I just think they misused him. In, in oh, that, I mean, Apocalypse was, they had potential, but they kind of fucked it up with the whole Jean Grey Phoenix thing. And like Quicksilver, not really like, telling magneto anything and it just seems so rushed and it was so forced and i don't know just they didn't do anything right in that movie no no (laughs) it was was... like what the fuck and you always wonder why with characters like that it's like how can you botch a character like the, in this day and age, when you have access to so much CGI and so many mocaps and all that stuff, like how can you make it look that shitty? Well, it's like first you use. I think Angel is a cool character, but you first you get him in the Last Stand, and it's Angel wearing jeans, and now it's like Wakandan metal wing Angel. It's just weird. <laughs> it's like might as well put the jeans back on him. What the. <laughs> <laughs> They, they didn't do themselves any favors, no. Not at all. Not in the least bit. All right, so, what's that? I hate Sophie Turner. She's so annoying. She was, see, I didn't, I didn't really follow Game of Thrones. I know she was Sansa, though. Um, I watched a couple episodes of it, and I watched the finale. And I mean, I don't know. She just doesn't really, I don't know. She, uh, she has a yeah. brief face. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that. They're like they, they could be like doubles for each other almost. They're like cardboard cutouts, I think. Honestly, if you really, Ugh. they're both like pancake boards. They too. are. They are cardboard cutouts. <laughs> yeah. 
what's the thing? They're just, they're just not, neither of them. I mean, I don't know. I don't think, I think they probably share like a, in some kind of like SJW, like hive mind collective brain probably too. They're all like linked up somehow. If, did either of you uh, watch Rick and Morty? Yes. Okay. Yes, Morty. <laughs> I, I, that is like that episode, the uh, the Unity episode. That's exactly like I see like the, the SJWs are all like they're all like Unities. That's so true. God, that's hey, that's, a, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> Those fuckers. That's all they are is just like one big fucking hive mind, just. And I and I, that's one thing. Like when one of them starts coming at me and calling me every ism and ist and in the book, I'm just like, you know, I'm like, you're you're all you're doing is going right down your playbook, man. I'm like, your hive mind collective is beaming in those little those little thought bubbles into your little pea brain, your synapse. One synapse left is is firing those out. I said and you're gonna glitch, NPC. I'm like, wait for it. And I called that guy out in the comments on YouTube yesterday when he, he started to call me a. Uh, an imperialistic, uh, I didn't care about human life and all this. And I'm like, there's the NPC glitch I was waiting for. And I dropped a little okay hand sign emoji on him just to piss him off even further. <laughs> he basically called you a stormtrooper. So, okay. Like I know. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Cody, execute order 66. <laughs> Run away, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've hit you with that meme so many times. Just, <laughs> I love it, dude. It just always works. It just always works. All right, so we got number eight on the list is 2013's The Wolverine. Wolverine is the second standalone spinoff about Logan, directed by James Mangold, who was supposed to do the Boba Fett movie, from a screenplay by Mark Bomback and Scott Frank. It adapts the 1982 Marvel Comics miniseries Wolverine. <laughs> It's also a sequel to X-Men The Last Stand, where Logan still mourns Jean Grey's death as he's called to Japan by his old World War II friend, Ichiro Yashida. And that's played by Hariko Yamanuchi, who runs a corporation <laughs> threatened by the Yakuza. Hey, I, li- I literally tried that. <laughs> but I cannot say Taka Wakaka's name, the director Thor Ragnarok. Um, I think it's Taika. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I just call it. It's, it's in something different every time I say his name. The Wolverine strips Logan of his mutant healing factor for most of the film, leaving him more vulnerable than ever. And he also meets one of his major comic book love interests, Rico, who's played by Tao Okamoto. However, Wolverine has more on-screen chemistry with his sidekick, Yukio, played by Rila Fukushima. Hey, she's named after the power plant that blew up. Nice. Wait, you said Yukio? Uh, Yukio, yes. Isn't that the same chick from Deadpool 2? Is it? I don't... You know, you know what? I'm honestly... And this is going to sound... I've never seen Deadpool 2. I, what? I just realized... I have never seen it. Bruh. I... I, I am, he doesn't appreciate Deadpool like we do. I, I, I'm not the biggest Deadpool fan. I love Ryan Reynolds in the role, and it's absolutely perfect for him. But, like, overall, I mean, I, I think the movies are cool as standalones. I really don't know if I see him in the MCU. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, the, the movies are fine for what they are. I'm not. I'm not knocking them. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna shit on them or anything. Well, you I'm just can't, not. You haven't seen it. Right. No, not the second. <laughs> I'm talking like the, I'm talking the first one. You know what oh, I mean? First, oh, um, okay. No, uh, no. I like I said. I, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I didn't hate it. I'm just like I've seen it a couple times, and you know, it, it's it's 
people liked it. It made money. Cool. It's, you know, he's all right character. I mean, it was done. It was done fairly well. Like I said, the role is perfect. For me. Um, I just never got around to watching the second one. It, it's like my favorite form of sarcasm. Like it's my perfect movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but I like the second one too. I laughed to start at the second one as I did the first one. And then his little Christmas movie that he put out that was pretty funny too. So I never even saw the Christmas one. I thought, no, I thought no. it was literally just the same thing. Just no. thirteen. Uh-oh. Yeah, didn't they didn't they just kinda edit out some shit and make it PG thirteen? That's all I thought they did. Well, it's not the same. Oh, okay. Well it did the Princess Bride little add ins. Yeah. Yeah, because that's that's the previous thing I saw with Fred Savage. Because Deadpool is reading to him like Peter Falk did to him in The Princess Bride, yeah. yeah. I like them. <laughs> I'll watch it. Like I said, it's not like I'm opposed to it. I'm going to be home by myself next weekend, so I will, uh, I'll rent it. The video store is, well, you know where the video store is. It's like a block from my house. So and why I, don't you would... run down there? That, that's going to be your goal. You, you know what? I, you I have, have to I... run there. I will jog. I have been doing cardio lately. My sister, who is a fucking like marathon runner, uh, asked me when she was in from New York, do you want to go running? I'm like, okay. So we go running, and I almost fucking died. Um, I ran track with her. Yeah. Yeah, I forget. See, I forget that. You did, yeah. And she runs every day in Central Park because she lives right. Well, she's in Harlem, but she still goes to Central Park to run. Her and her husband do, so. But, Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to give you a list of movies. You're going to run to the, the movie store, and then you're going to run back home with your, your bag of movies. You're going to have to text me this. I know. I'm not okay. worried. Okay. I was going to say, yeah, you have to text me, because if you tell me right now, I'm not going to remember. That's fine. I got you. <laughs> okay. All right. So Logan at number – or the Wolverine at number eight. Um, I really don't remember too much about this one. I think I've watched it, like, maybe – once or twice and just kind of was like you know it was all right it was fine i guess you know kind of like just watch it and forget it well that's kind of all of them it it wasn't it just it just but i mean there's certain movies that are like very memorable though you know what i mean as far as like the superhero movies go you know because you all have that one character that you identify with or you know that movie that you really like for me it's uh it's uh it's I fucking Black Panther. I watch that shit all the time. Not my favorite one, but it's just the kid likes it. I like it's on in the background for noise. Either that or you know, Infinity War, or Iron Man. I mean, I would say Iron Man is probably up there with my favorite Marvel characters. Um, you know, I'm more of a you know Batman and Flash from the DC side, um, but those movies are absolute fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. So I, I love I do I love the MCU because it's you know one big sweeping you know huge story arc of all these movies and it's never been done before and it was like a magnificent thing to be a part of uh but yeah i really like i said i I dig iron man i mean i've watched that i've seen that one i've seen that one probably way too many times um same that's probably actually one of the the marvel movies that i've watched the most to be honest with you iron man i mean my favorite my favorite mcu movie is Winter Soldier because that's I think the best one overall. Yes. Um, is it bad that I thought the Wolverine came out like four years ago? It's only twenty eighteen. It came out the year I graduated high school, twenty thirteen. 
Oh, I thought he said 2018. No, 2013. Okay, I was going to say, I thought that was a long time ago. Ooh, All right. No. Yeah, it came out in 2013. It, Holy yeah. shit. Okay, you just graduated high school in 2013. Okay, wow. I'm unconfused now. I told you we were right, right in the okay. middle of them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it made $414.8 million. Ask uh, so, Ask Pete where I was when he graduated high school. <laughs> where? <laughs> I was in like fourth grade. Well, shit. <laughs> Just saying. I graduated in 98. Yeah. Yes. Maybe, yeah, it had to be maybe fifth grade. Might have been. I was, born in, I was born in 1980. It's not, I mean, I have, I'll never forget my own age, obviously. I was born in an even numbered year, thank God, because I'm retarded. The only thing I can do, the only thing I can do math on is fine was money. I did finance. I was fine <laughs> with that. I just, how, what do you, uh, can you do this? I don't know. I, I need a slide rule. <laughs> that's like my number i can do math i can't do other things so no, the only thing i can do math on is a leapfrog and that's how you read so <laughs> i've got two of those laying around the house somewhere and then my kid's got a small amazon fire that he uses it's like why the hell do we even have these i take the see but i only give him his fucking regular tablet for like unless i really need him to be busy he only gets it for like a half hour to 45 minutes every other day so it's like I, I, I limit that shit. I'm like, no. Okay, number seven. I need to know. X-Men. Um, I'm X-Men anticipating those. Okay. Yes. X-Men directed by Brian Singer and written by David Hayter, the host of the Player Haters Ball, kicked off the modern comic book movie boom period in 2000. While it's modestly scaled superhero adventure, Especially by today's standards, X-Men introduced the iconic frenemies Professor X and Magneto, played respectively by Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. The concept of superpowered mutants hated and feared by humanity, and it marked the debut of one of the greatest superhero castings ever. Then unknown Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. X-Men also cast James Marsden as Cyclops. I thought he was an excellent Cyclops. Vampy Janssen is Jean Grey. I've been in love with Vampy Janssen since I saw her in GoldenEye. Halle Berry is Storm. Oscar winner Anna Paquin is Rogue. While Ray Park played Toad. Tyler Maine played Sabretooth. And Rebecca Romaine was unforgettable as as Mystique. Yes, she was. I love that one. That one. But that was great. I, I really I like that one. Um, it's my favorite, honestly. Um, that's what I was gonna say. Is it bad that it's not at the top? It's only at number seven. Yeah, this is my favorite one. I remember when this came out, I was begging my parents to watch it. And they're like, "Yeah, you should wait till you're six and I'm five. And I'm like, "Come on." <laughs> I saw it in theater, so. Yep, me too. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, this was it was good. I mean, I uh, I I had I I can't kind of like but this is screen rant too so i mean it's you know these some of these websites are uh a bit ugh, you know yeah garbage we know there. number we six know. <laughs> number six deadpool 2 Directed by David Lynch, Deadpool 2 doesn't match the shock value of the original film, but it's even more ambitious. Deadpool 2 not only brings Cable, Josh Brolin, and X-Force, but also the concept of time travel, which Wade Wilson indulges in during the film's end credits scene. Deadpool 2 controversy kills off Morena Bakarin's Vanessa as Cable arrives from the future to kill Wade's young friend Russell Collins, Julian Dennison, who will one day grow up to become Firefist and kill Cable's family. 
Deadpool assembling X-Force consisting of Bedlam, Terry Crews, Domino, Zazie Beetz, Shatterstar, Louis Tan, Peter, Rob Delaney, and The Vanisher, Brad Pitt, and how most of them are instantly killed off is one of the film's inspired highlights, as is Wade using a time machine to kill the version of Deadpool in the X-Men Orange's Wolverine and prevent Ryan Reynolds from starring in Green Lantern. Nice. Colossus, Stefan Kapachik, and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, Brianna Hildebrand, Return from the first film on and Deadpool 2 also includes a comics accurate version of the Juggernaut. Oh, nice. A PG 13 cut titled Once Upon a Deadpool was released in Christmas of 2018. So it was the same movie, just edited down. It's not the same movie if you watch it. But uh, <laughs> um, why would they put that above the original X Men? I don't understand. I, I don't know. Shut up, train. God. It's like the fifth one tonight. I'm over it. I'm over the damn thing. (laughs) No, sorry. It's so annoying. I don't I wish you guys could hear it in person. Um I don't want to. It's God, it gets on my nerves. Um (laughs) (laughs) But why am I like I'm I'm really confused why the original is at number seven still. I can't get over this, but okay. All right, so and I'm, 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 I'm looking on Google right now, and Yukio is in both the Wolverine and Deadpool too. Okay, so and and they in, put yeah, okay. Did Yukio in the Wolverine have powers, or does she just like punch people? Because in Deadpool too, she has like that Psylocke type power with the chain. So I, I don't know. I don't. I. Whatever, I don't whatever, X Universe, do your thing. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's, it's about to get, it's about to get completely fucking rebooted anyway. So yeah, I mean, you know, I think after Dark Phoenix, they're probably just gonna scrap everything that's you know come before, and Marvel's gonna you know do whatever with it when they finally decide to. Oh. Um, we'll get there's. I have uh, I have something about that actually. Um, uh, Later on, if we get to it tonight, if not, no big deal. Um, but I can touch on it briefly. Uh, X-Men First Class, 2011, comes in at number five. Directed by Matthew Vaughn, 2011 X-Men First Class is a soft reboot of the mainline X-Men films and depicts not only the first gathering of the X-Men, but the origin of the lifelong friendship and animosity between Charles Xavier, Magneto, and Mystique, incorporating elements from the canceled X-Men Origins Magneto. Okay, so that's kind of, they, they incorporated a little bit of that there. That would have been a good movie. Uh, set primarily during 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis, X-Men First Class. Also introduced the Hellfire Club, led by Sebastian Shaw, Kevin Bacon, and their designs on world domination. Vaughn's film broke from the standard superhero genre and embraced, embraced the period's Cold War setting to create an engaging superhero spy film about the X-Men with an impeccable cameo by Hugh Jackman's Wolf. This one wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad. I thought the uh, the special effects were for the for the year were pretty good. Uh, the missile scene on the beach was pretty. You know, that was you got to see how you know uh, Charles ended up in the wheelchair there. Uh, on the, yeah. On the, on the beach scene at the end. Um, so, I, I mean, I don't know. I still don't think it should be ahead of the original X Men movie. No, I'm still like upset about that. Like, I don't. Uh, 
I'm nervous now who they're putting at number one because I'm not going to like it. I already know. Well, before we can get to number one, we'll go to number four, and that is 2016's Deadpool. So an R-rated raunchy superhero comedy, director Tim Miller's Deadpool is an unexpected breath of fresh air for the X-Men franchise, produced and starring, produced by and starring Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson, the titular Merc with a mouth. Deadpool was actually in development even before Reynolds portrayed an inferior version of the character in X-Men Origins Wolverine. After years of campaigning to properly bring Deadpool to the big screen, Reynolds was thankfully proven right when Deadpool and Deadpool 2 became the highest grossing X-Men films worldwide. So, yeah, that, uh, I mean, it was, that movie was good. It was funny. You know, he broke the fourth wall, uh, which were, you know, it was all very, very unprecedented. You know what I mean? They didn't know, they didn't know what they, they hadn't done that. I want to make sure you're awake, Monica. I am. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that was like a 10 year in the making film, wasn't it? Uh, he'd been lobbying forever on that one. I think before yeah. he I, see, and this is another. I think I've seen what was it, the Green Lantern movie he did? I think I see. I've yeah. seen that once, and uh, that was. I it. think I've only seen parts of it. I've, I don't think I've watched it all the way through. Did you Did you watch that one, Cody? Did you suffer through that? I saw it in theaters. I was actually excited because I think the Green Lantern is cool. The Green Lantern is cool. Is cool, but that it's movie cool, was but... not. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for it. I was like, oh, shit. It's like but, Ben Reynolds, he's yeah. pretty cool. Green Lantern, he's cool. Sinestro, all right. And then... Yeah. It was Shocker. just a wet fart. That's all it was. Yeah. Where none of us are surprised. No. And then we have number three, X-Men Days of Futures Past 2014 at number three. X-Men Days of Future Past is arguably the most ambitious X-Men movie, and that boldness paid off. Adapting the classic Marvel comic story, director Brian Singer used Wolverine to bridge the original X-Men cast with their younger selves from X-Men First Class. Beginning in a post-apocalyptic Terminator-like future where mutants are hunted to extinction by Sentinels, Logan time travels to 1973 to find the young Professor X and Magneto so they can stop Mystique from inadvertently causing the mutant race's future destruction. Along the way, they meet Evan Peters' Quicksilver, who was featured in an eye-popping super-speed sequence. So, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, that that was a good one. I think it, it, it's it's got a rightful place high up on the list. Uh, I guess. I like it. I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Out of the more semi-current ones, that, that was the best one. They did good. Yeah. I mean, I I like I like some of the casting choices. Um, I thought they did a good job. They did a good job with adding back like Halle Berry and. Um, what's her face? The vampire chick, Rogue, Rogue, whatever her name in real life. Anna, is. Anna Paquin. Yeah. Then they had Kitty Pride back. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. I was impressed with it. I uh, actually just watched the cartoon when they introduced Kitty Pride the other day. Um, mm-hmm. The kid and I were watching the uh, the old school ones, and uh, that episode was on. Yeah. <laughs> those are so those are so great god those those cartoons you see they just like that's what's, up. That's what's up i love those like that anymore man they just can't uh all right so number two on the list x-men uh united x2 from 2003 uh released in 2003 x2 x-men united still ranks 
among the best superhero movies ever made. Brian Singer's sequel continued and expanded the scope of the X-Men universe, introducing William Stryker, Brian Cox, the government agent who created Wolverine. When the Xavier School is attacked and the X-Men are divided, Logan takes charge of the young students as Magneto and Mystique briefly join forces with the heroes to save Professor X from Stryker. X2 also memorably introduced Alan Cumming as Nightcrawler. Kelly Hugh as Deathstrike. Wolverine's arch foes. X2 is a thrilling escalation of the X-Men movies, including Wolverine going into berserk and rage to fight off a military raid on X-Mansion, but the film remained focused on the character development as Logan learned secrets about his past. Iceman revealed to his parents that he's a mutant, and Magneto seduced another student, Pyro, into his brotherhood. It all culminated with a major cliffhanger as Jean Grey sacrifices her life to save her friends which inspired years of fan speculation that the third film would depict the Dark Phoenix saga. X2 X-Men United set the high standard that every X-Men movie that followed would be judged against. And that is number two, which means number one, 2017's Logan. Okay. No. I would have put I would have put the original at the top. I would really would have. Same here. Yeah. Okay. I can I can agree with that. Um, I would I would. I didn't I didn't not like Logan. I just I wouldn't have picked it as my number one. So. I would just uh, I would take and put bring the original the original one up and just basically bump everything else back down one, um, because I mean I don't really have any issues with. Maybe I mean Deadpool number four. I don't mind that. First class five. Deadpool. I really don't. I mean, I'd have to sit down and really take some time. But I mean, I could I could easily see the first one being number one, Logan being number two, and then uh, X two X Men United being number three. Um, but I really I mean, didn't like the Apocalypse one the the least, the most, whatever. That one would have been at my end, number eleven. Same here. Yeah, that so. was, was Apocalypse eleven. Apocalypse yeah, is a no nine. A, nine. Yeah, that one would have been eleven. That's yeah, that's the worst one by far. Yeah, so yeah, Apocalypse was nine. Uh Last Stand was ten and Wolverine, uh the Origins was uh number eleven. Yeah, I would have bumped that down. Honestly, Dark Dark Phoenix on this list is probably gonna set the bar pretty low and that'll slide nicely to the number twelve spot more than likely. <laughs> But it's it'll take it'll take a real shit show to beat Apocalypse. But I mean, like I said, they they messed this list up. But it's screen rant too, so I mean, yeah. I don't uh, I don't really expect the uh, the best when it comes to articles from Screen Rant. And uh, before we jump on over to some Star Wars, uh, Monica, why don't you uh, go ahead and tell the folks where they can find us on social media? Oh, okay. Twitter. <laughs> I feel like I do this all the time. You're like, oh, God. Oh, I have to think and like concentrate. Okay. Twitter is at the place to be RE1, place to be reviews on Facebook, the place to be reviews at mail.com for email because you're old school. And place to be reviews, something YouTube. I really don't know. I don't. I don't know the order of it. I need to write it down. I'm sorry. I'm it's a place to be reviews on YouTube, and actually, on the, uh, 
I'll have probably a video or two up uh, tonight after I'm done uploading this episode. So that will be next week for our oh, listeners. Did, uh, did I not tell you I was buying a computer and a GoPro last night? And what did I do? I bought a computer and a GoPro. You've been I, telling me that for two months. So. And I finally did it. So let me have yeah. this one. Damn it. That's why I'm, I'm not saying that you're not going to do it. I'm just saying it's going to be delayed versus when you're telling them it's going to be out. That's all. Well, I've already got one video recorded. I did it earlier. Um, but having talked to the uh, the big Don of WCBS, Mr. Uh, Mr. Jeff Hicks, I, I uh, sought out his uh, sage advice and wisdom. I am going to hold back on posting it. It is a reaction to the um, yeah, I can't. The toxic masculinity in Captain Marvel's deleted scene, where she where she bravely takes down the would be assailant who dared ask her. For a smile. I want you to know that almost exact scenario happened to me today at work, and I didn't get to like flip the dude and break his arm without going to jail. So she needs to just shut up. You mean you didn't steal his motorcycle, his helmet, and uh, and let him? No, I just pretended to giggle like it was funny and just kept walking away. Like it's not that hard. (laughs) I don't know. I think breaking him. Like would be a little better, but yeah, except for I would be in jail. So yeah, not if you're Captain Marvel. I'm not. I'm uh, definitely not could, Captain Marvel. You could be if you try hard enough. Sure. You could be anything you yeah. want to be. You're a whammon. You can believe in yourself, and anything's possible. That's like taking myself back like ten steps. No, thank you. More like <laughs> nothing, but. <laughs> I got little steps. Give me 10. There's there's small steps. There's small steps. (laughs) You would not be good running from Jason Voorhees in the woods. Like, you would be, like, hit. No, I don't like him. No. You don't like horror movies anyway, though. No, and I, like, aside from the train, there's, I mean, it's a wooded area. I'm, like, when I used to live in my apartment, there's just a big open field. I'm, like, Freddy, Jason, whatever one is chasing people in the field out there that's gonna be me i was just waiting for it like that halloween you know i was waiting for somebody staying out there with a mask and well, that's, that's i'd have the, to shoot them you're gonna have to get used to some of those because we're gonna start doing some uh we've got a delta force watch party to do i can't i live alone this stuff scares me delta force is scary it's a chuck norris movie oh i thought you were talking about the the horror movies we're gonna have to do horror movies when it comes to halloween time Oh, when no, you messaged me and said you're doing Delta Force, I thought you meant Delta Farce, like the Larry the Cable Guy movie. No, no, I'm actually watching the Delta Force movie. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, we can do Delta Farce too. I mean, I'm not, uh, I'm not opposed to that one either. That was funny as hell. But um, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, imagine, I suddenly, like when you said that, I was like, oh my god, I haven't seen that in so long. <laughs> no, neither have I. I actually haven't watched. Uh, I haven't watched the original Delta Force, and I don't know how long either. But I actually have. Uh, there's some pretty sweet. I have a, uh, a set of uh, Chuck Norris Delta Force uh, drinking glasses, and uh, they're they're Ooh. unopened, and, and so shall they remain. Uh, they're up on my shelf. I uh, I have those like trophies, man. That's like a, that's like a white trash trophy right there. That's them's my Chuck Norris drinking glasses. We don't use them. That's Lord Savior Chuck Norris. Thank you, God, Jesus, <laughs> Chuck Norris. Lord. I'll watch Chuck Norris all day long. I don't want to watch this scary movie. Well, you know, I think we'll start with something light like Zombievers. I've been I've been waiting to do like a Zombievers watch party. 
Oh, okay. I, mean, I don't know. I have to look and see. That was on Netflix at one point. Um, have you ever seen that one, Cody? Which one? Tom Beavers. Uh, it's negative Ghost Rider. I have not. It's literally about zombie. <laughs> Ghost Rider. I have never seen the Ghost Rider movies either. I just not Ghost really? Rider. The Top Gun. Top oh, I was talking about Ghost Rider too. But anyway, Top Gun. Oh, sh- well, who Ghost hasn't Rider seen that one? Yeah, I, I'm not a Nicholas. I'm not too much of a Nicholas Cage fan. I mean, I liked him in Raising Arizona and like Face Off. Face Off's a badass movie. I liked National like National Treasure because I thought that was pretty cool. But... Yeah, those were both pretty good movies. Good. National Treasure was good. Um, let's see here. So, ugh, are we ready for? All right, now I, I'm no. going to. Wait, we're not okay. We're not in Star Wars yet. We're not in Star Wars yet. We have to wade through the quagmire that is the MarySue.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hiding. I'm hiding my knives. Oh God. Okay. So, com. Phoebe Waller Bridge wants her James Bond to treat women properly. I'm already done. Oh my God. Rachel Leishman. Rachel Leishman, and we've read. Oh yeah. uh, It's a toss-up between her and my other your your favorite artist or artist. (laughs) She is an artist. She's a, a definitely. She's it, a word uh, artist. He <laughs> paints a picture with her words, Princess Wheat. That's the next one. Yeah. Back with another article, but first, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, <sighs> L337SJW bot that Pando Calrissian was banging in Soilo, wants her James Bond to treat women properly. <sighs> Who hurt her? <laughs> I, I know. Somebody, somebody did. Uh, No, that's not a a logical reason. Here, I'm, I'm gonna do. I'll do my soy voice for this one. To say I'm obsessed with Phoebe Waller Bridge is an understatement. But now, after her comments on what she hopes to achieve with her version of James Bond, we should all be praising the brilliance that is Waller Bridge. I want to vomit in my mouth after just saying that. Nope, you're not allowed (laughs) to. sentence like praising the brilliance that is Waller Bridge. Like I, I don't think that's brilliance. I think that's you're taking a fucking and I'm not even the biggest James Bond fan. Like I, the older I mean I've seen a you know not all the older ones but some of the Connery ones and you know all the uh the Brosnan movies and I kinda I kinda trailed off after uh, was it Quantum of Solace? I think was Daniel Craig's second Bond movie. I don't think I've seen one what was the first one? Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yep, that was the that was the first Daniel Craig one, yeah. I believe. And, and I, I liked that. That was a good. It was good. Uh, Quantum of Solace was all right, and after that, I just kind of like eh, I don't know. Just I like Pierce Brosnan. Um, Timothy Dalton was okay. Um, you know, not great, but um, yeah, I don't uh, I don't see this crazy fucking feminist SJW bitch writing a good James Bond. It's going to be a shit show. Is she really James Bond? This is this is what it's sounding like. I mean, hmm. the article goes on after an amazing second season to her show Fleabag, and I think that's probably an overstatement. I've never even heard of the show. Uh, Waller that's Bridges. the name of her show? Oh my Fleabag. God. I, okay. I've never heard of it. I have no idea what platform it's on. I, I don't really care to know either. 
It sounds like something I call you after too much rum, so that's great. <laughs> I mean, it's much more appropriate than anything else I can come up with, so. Yeah, probably. Water Bridge is the talk of the town, and now all the more so because she's the second woman in history to work on a Bond film. And, of course, she has some opinions about 007. You go, girl. Oh, my God. Stop. Ugh. Opinions aren't allowed in here, okay? No. No, we was... Like, They've I made don't... it known that opinions aren't allowed, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. anything that differs from the anything an opinion that differs from the hive mind collective is isn't allowed. So our opinions wouldn't be valued, but theirs would because they're all in that same wavelength. So of, what? So what? So how would she even make it like, different? Like, how is James Bond going to not respect a woman? Like, I, I'm conf- I'm confused. Is he going to swipe left and sw- instead of swiping right? Like, I don't. <laughs> It says she helped the director, Carrie Fukunaga, uh, polish the script. Um, Polish something. I'm sure you did to get involved with this movie. Giggity, giggity, giggity. (laughs) God. Yeah. Uh, It's just, she said, what is it, Uh, right here, um, as someone who has had James Bond marathons throughout most of my childhood Thanksgivings, which highly hilarious, that is an American thing. Watching the Bond franchise as a woman has always been a rather tough adventure, oh. mainly because I don't agree with how women are treated through most every film, with the exception what? of Judy Dench's new incarnation of M. Don't watch it, then. Right. That's what okay. I watch it. Is it? You know what Charlie's telling you? Yeah, nobody's telling you you have to watch James is fucking it, Bond. Is it bad that I've watched it and I don't get offended? Is that bad? Should no, I be offended? No, 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 you shouldn't. Why? Why? Okay. Why? Why are you being forced to watch a movie that you don't like? Why are you multiple? There's a lot of James Bond movies. I'm not even the biggest James Bond fan, but when you get yeah, I'm not either. But shit about a a set of movies that don't even really are. Okay, if we're going to go by that logic and you're going to defend Brie Larson with her saying shit about, like, the wrinkle in your ball sack or time or whatever it was, then, like, all right, fine. If you're going to go by that logic, then, yeah, these weren't made for you. Yep. Oh, God. Well, that, and, that's, and that's it. But are, are you, as, as, as a, a straight white man, I don't think you're allowed to say that to hell a... Hell no, I'm not allowed to say to, that. To a whammon. You're not allowed to say that to a whammon. No, hell no, dude. Plus... That's not- that's the patriarchy talking right there. But I mean, how how does James Bond not like respected women? Like he. That's what I don't understand. Like, like what he, are they? The women in the movies, they just a lot of them end up dying, or they turn on him, or something. I mean, gonna... this is the thing. The guy's a fucking spy. I mean, any woman that gets involved with him is inherently in danger indirectly. So, I mean, it's like you know, he's never like he's not. It's not like the guy's uh, Harvey fucking Weinstein. I mean, Jesus. Are they like, just offended because he's not a female? They're offended because he like they said he slept with like fifty eight different women or something like that. It was some, and I'm like, who counted that? Basketball like, players have slept with more, right? And like, Will Chamberlain. I mean, Jesus Christ, that guy's. A, <laughs> I mean, it's like a thousand. Like, uh, and that's that's a real motherfucker. I mean, this dude literally did this. Well, it's I like mean, James Magic Bond, Johnson. 
James Bond could die at any moment. I, I, yeah, I understand him sleeping with fifty-eight plus women. I mean, yeah. I mean, shoot. I mean, if you're a spy, you could die at any moment. So you're not I mean, going to turn it. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't. <laughs> I'd be on board. <laughs> um, You'd be on board with sleeping with fifty-eight different women. No. Oh, okay. No. No. <laughs> Like where this is going. <laughs> oh God. Um, but oh. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I'm not a good advocate for females. <laughs> you know, because you think like a guy. I do. It's bad. We well, just have common sense. That's just this of it. Like, I know, but I feel like I should have more. Whatever. No, you, you have. That's the thing is, like, you have your own opinions and your own way of doing things. You don't need somebody else to tell you what to think. I mean, and this is like, uh, you know, I, I guess, am I mansplaining right now? Would that be construed as mansplaining? Maybe. <laughs> revelation to me that she's Native American, I'm now mansplaining to a minority. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, you did. You, you came in and took my land and everything, and now you're... <laughs> hey, don't get me started with that shit. My people ended up in fucking ovens. So, if we want to go... <laughs> Schindler's List is not a fucking fun movie for me to watch, all right? That is... That shit is you. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I mean, it, it's... It, like, what everything that I just said to you could be like, oh my god, did you hear what he just said? Like, oh my... He was mansplaining, and... Uh, she's... Jesus, but my Jesus. brain doesn't think that way. Like, and if if you say something and I am like irritated or annoyed with it, I just move on with my life. Like, I'm I don't understand why it's such a big deal to people. Like, who cares? My God, they do because they spend all their time yelling into the echo chamber of Twitter, and then when one of the other little like credence that like dwells in the bottom of your fish tank under the rocks like picks up on that sound vibe they all like cling to it like it's like that movie uh the descent uh or the the whammon version they made was the cave i don't know they made two of them one was a male one was a whammon and they were both equally like meh movies see like i feel like i should even be offended that you're calling us whammon because but it doesn't offend me i don't i don't know It's just fun. I just, I just like push the envelope and see what I can do. No, well, you're, you're fine. Well, women are like SJW weirdo women, not like normal women. Like, I know, but you're not a whammon. Uh, well, okay. You're not a whammon. You're not a whammon. You're, the only time you whang is when you're like hangry or you're, you're in hangry or like pouty Monica mode. I did that all day today, so. Well, I, I know. I know. And I haven't said anything. I'm like, hey, Monica, did you go over this? Well, I mean, I, I glanced out. Oh, okay. All right. No, no, I said I read it. I read it. Did you go over the script? I said, yeah, I read it. I didn't understand what your message was. doesn't matter. It's fine. Continue I was, on. I was, I, was, I was like walking out of eggshells. At I'm like, I know she's having a shitty day. I'm not going to piss her off. Yeah, you're like, what am I going to do? You're 900 miles away. Exactly. I mean, I don't really know Monica. I'm not really going to say anything. It's fine. You can't offend me. Is that a challenge? Maybe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm actually kind of waiting for somebody to. It's kind of funny. I have like no shame. It's sad. I know. Okay, so uh, let's see. It go, we go on a little bit more here. Uh, so to hear Phoebe Waller-Bridge express her excitement and her vision for the latest film gives me hope. Not only because she's the second 
woman to work on a Bond screenplay, second only to Joanna Hardwood, who worked on Dr. Noah from Russia with Love. But also, she understands that the film can properly tackle female characters without changing who James Bond is as a character. And I'm going to call bullshit on that one. Yeah, false. Yeah, I'm going to call bullshit. If they, uh, if they want to do this, then it's going to be like, he's going to, the woman's going to like come on to him and he'll be like, oh, I can't, you know, you've, you've had too much to drink. And you can't consent properly to this with 17 forms of identification and writing your name and blah, blah, blah. It's going to be something, it'll be something stupid. It will. Make me a sandwich, shaking that stirred. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what does a man have to do to get a sandwich around here, Money Penny? It's like, I mean, why, why does that? Why do you have to say that? Like, you're gonna make the character like how he's supposed to be and not change him, even if a woman's doing it. It's like, why do you have to say that? Like, it's obvious that you're gonna change it. <laughs> and that's the thing, though. It's not. It's not like Disney princess. You know, the prince and princess story. So why? 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 It, it doesn't. It's not needed. No, and, and this is the thing is like these are, I mean, they're, you know, it's a not a, I wouldn't call it like a, you know, it's not a fantasy based thing, but I mean, it's not completely realistic. So, I mean, but it is set in a world of spies and espionage. And I mean, you can't really, uh, espionage, I'm sorry, espionage, brr, uh, you can't really like cleanse that palette. I mean, it's not a clean world. You know, there's really no way to sterilize that to make it, you know, where it's, you know, sunshine and rainbows, which is what they're trying to do and make it look yeah. like, you know, it, it, to me, that just, it, it makes no sense. Um, I, mean, I don't, ugh, ugh. I don't. There's reason for it. When you watch those movies where you like, did you start to watch that movie and be like, oh my God, like, I totally didn't think this was going to be this offensive to, to women, like turning this film off, can't watch it. Like, no. You watch it because it's like an action-based spy, like the story, plot, storyline, whatever. I mean, what? It's ridiculous. Like the street I work off of is ten times worse than this movie ever will be, and that's real life. So, like, why are people so butthurt about it? I don't get it. They have nothing else to be pissed off about, so it's annoying. You want, to, you, want to, you want to talk about annoying is I'm trying to like read down the paragraph here uh, on the sidebar. There's an article that says, okay, internet, Carol Danvers wouldn't touch Peter Quill with a 10 foot pole. I really hope she doesn't because I love Peter and Chris Pratt. So no, yeah, don't I, I don't yeah. know. That was as bad as the people that were trying to ship her and Thor. Oh. Uh, they were the fact okay the fact that you just yeah. said it that way first of all come on well i'm calling it, well that's what they call it i'm trying to use I'm their saying, but don't do that wait what does it mean like ups no yeah. no they might as well it, ship them like hey right. captain marvel i have a package for you to open no oh, okay never mind and it's, not, and it's not my dick in a box <laughs> yeah okay i think this is I think this conversation's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> it just took a turn for the worse here. Uh, What's happening? So, <laughs> I, uh, no, um, there were like there was fan art of Captain Marvel and Thor uh, kissing. Fat, fat Thor or skinny Thor? 
It was it was skinny Thor. It wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't Lebowski Thor, which I was like, are you are you discriminating against Thor because he's fat now? What chubby dudes don't get no love? Body acceptance only applies for women, huh? Yep. <laughs> you can't fat shame guys, but women you can. Well, he looks like melted. Just, ass, so yeah, you kind of can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go get a flurry now. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, just, <laughs> well, Monica knows what do I do on Monday nights? It's uh, it's usually uh, it's usually edible time. Yeah, we're we're working on that. <laughs> hey, look, it's better for me. Uh, and it, uh, but I see, I didn't need one tonight. Cause I went to the chiropractor the other day and, um, I actually feel good. So I can get back after last week was hell. I didn't get to lift last week because all the shit was Me my neither. mom having to, having to go out there. Like, but she couldn't you know, watch the kid because she wasn't feeling good She's going for surgery. So I was like, I'm not going to like you know, have her watch the, watch the boy while I lift. So I'm going to, uh, probably going to try to do like because I got videos to record yet. But that's later. Right now we're talking about there's been a lot of talk whether or not the Bond franchise is relevant now because of who he is and the way he treats women. I think that's bullocks. I think it's absolutely relevant now. It, it just has to grow. It just has to go evolve. And the most important thing in the film treatment most important thing is that the film treats women properly. He doesn't have to. He needs to to be true to his character. Like, he's never mistreated. I've never really seen. I mean, did he like slap one of them? But I mean, she was acting the fool and she was drunk. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, what happened to the 1950s where like when you came home and the pot roast was burned, you just like you shake her up just a little bit. You know, I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shake it like a salt shaker a little bit, you know. I mean, what was his name? The comedian's name, Bill Burr, and I love this man to death. Um, his freaking show uh, on Netflix, F is for Family. Have either of you seen that? I no. tried watching it. I think I fell asleep. Didn't like it? I think I fell asleep, honestly. I put it on one night, and I was like, eh, I'm going to sleep. <sighs> I watch I watch the same three shows, so nope, it wasn't it. <laughs> I see. I fucking love that show, and just just the way his dad talked to like the way that Bill Burr talked to like the kids, I was like, oh, I can kind of uh, I can kind of relate to that. The, the, the shit that gets me those is like, everyone. I'm gonna put you through a fucking wall. I'm like, yeah, mine was I'm gonna put my foot in your fucking ass or hey, dumbass. <laughs> he was my dad was seriously like, red foreman at times. Like it, it was funny. Like that's what like that's why I liked that '70s show. And I was like, oh my god, Kurtwood Smith is basically like a skinnier version of my dad. <laughs> my dad wasn't like that. So like my dad's nothing like that. So yeah. I can't really relate to that show. I think the I think that show works better for people who can relate to it. Yeah, Pete's met my dad, and my dad, yeah, he's not anything. <laughs> he's cool as hell. He is. He really is. Well, with your dad. Um, yeah. No, mine is my dad is an ex uh, undercover narcotics officer in a in a marine. So. Um, oh. Yeah. So understandably, he is he is that way, but yeah. <laughs> he moved. He moved out of his house at like fourteen. Um, and lived on his own uh, from the time he was 14 until he went to Vietnam. So, yeah, he, um, 
he had uh, he, he was he's not a he's not a there's no soft edges on the man uh, it's 71 he's finally starting to lighten up a little bit so but yeah um that's just uh, so I could really relate to uh, a lot of that shit. <laughs> uh, I was joking with my mom about hit me with wooden spoons when I was a kid. Uh, that's 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 a Polish thing. Um, <laughs> and she, it's so funny too because she's like, "I only hit you once with it." I'm like, "Yeah, because the, 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 that's the only one you remember because that was the very last one you broke it over my shoulder." And I just turned around and said, "Are you fucking done?" <laughs> and she never did it again. My mom just had to pull the, the spoon out of the drawer, and I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Whatever you need. What do you my, want? My I'll mom, do the dishes. My mom counted three, and she I never made it past one. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, the, thing, the thing that got me is, like, I hated seeing my parents, like, angry. So I'm, like, instant apologetic. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't be mad. But, yeah. I wasn't... Yeah. I think I got spanked one time when I was a kid, and I think it was my grandma. That's my 